Oh my goodness gracious. Hello there. Welcome to the Queer Conjure podcast. Queerconjure.org is queering the path towards magical liberation. We place the T at the beginning of the acronym. We become inspired by witnessing other trans and queer folk fully living their whole self and we diligently care for our community using magical practices and equitable principles. I am Jasper Joy, they, he. I'm a genderqueer witch, tarot scholar, community chemist, Venusian writer, and elder babe of the 90s. My work is defined by open-hearted ethics, neurodivergent experiences, and a blatant disrespect for the state please consider joining my Patreon, patreon.com slash queerconjure. It's because of supporters on Patreon that I'm managing to get this project off the ground and offer a lot of really rad workshops and other things. That's patreon.com slash queerconjure. All right, let's get ready to roll. I invite you to listen to the Queer Conjure podcast with the following notifications about content. The following content notifications are, this is a podcast where I'm going to talk about queer people and I'm going to talk about witchy people, two groups, two marginalized communities that have suffered harm. I'm going to talk about that stuff, the shadowy, hard to look at stuff. I'm also going to talk about really joyful stuff that might be considered offensive to other people, like sex, for example, like disobeying the state, for example. So if you're into that kind of stuff and you can take care of yourself and those around you, keep listening. If you're not ready to look at the nitty gritty with me, that's okay. Go find another podcast. I love you either way. Blessed be. Good morning, or at least it's morning where I am in space and time on February 6, 2023. How is your heart? What do you notice in your body when you check in with your heart? So this is going to be a newsletter episode. I've been kind of dreaming and scheming about what I want this podcast to feel like um, from episode to episode. And I think I want to do newsletter episodes And then like a special guest episode, a witches 101 episode, tarot translations. And then we're going to end the cycle with a not suitable for work episode. And then we'll start again with a newsletter episode. So here we go. This is quite possibly the beginning of the first cycle. All right. So let me click on over here to the last newsletter that went out was called Happy in Bulk. In this episode, I, Jasper, wrote a lot about faith. If you have been subscribing to my newsletter, you'll see that 
every couple of months or so, I write a big piece about faith. And then I talk about the Witches 101 series. I talk about some queer love spells. I go into the book of the month. And then there's this really beautiful channeling from Ava and then some postscripts. So that's what this episode is going to look like. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Okay, so in our newsletter for February, Ava and I did a card of the month, a rune of the month, a trans affirmation, and a queer affirmation. So I'm going to run through those really quick. The card of the month is the Three of Swords, and the message there is grief must be felt fully. Three of Swords, grief must be felt fully. The rune of the month is Isa or ice. It, it looks like an icicle. And the message there is the ice will melt. So Isa, the ice will melt. For our trans affirmation, we have your energy is precious. And then for our queer affirmation, we have your hope is valuable. So if you know someone who might be interested in these affirmations or messages or offerings, please do share this newsletter with them, share our podcast with them. If you're not already getting our email newsletters, go to queerconjure.org and sign up for them. There's often special offerings in there. And we are an independent operation. We depend on word of mouth for new supporters. Okay. So the major overarching message in this piece of the newsletter is, in this midpoint, faith is our most effective tool. I speak this as a spell and intention for my future self. I'm just going to read it to you as it's written. My queer witches, how's your heart? What do you notice in your body when you check in with your heart? It's not spring yet, but the daffodils are getting impatient. My heart joins with their hopeful enthusiasm, with the longing to put one more fucking winter behind me. This is the time of year I put on my fleece-lined leggings and I hike up to Bridget's well with a satchel full of snacks and magical trinkets. Okay, it's not really a well. It's just some ruins of... Ruins. <laughs> ruins, ruins. Talking take two. It's just some ruins of a lodge that burned down to the ground in the 20s. And the water that runs off the mountain pools really beautifully within these like fallen, vibrant, moss-covered bricks. And there's a bunch of familiar plant friends that grow all around the clearing that I have been creating a relationship with over the years. Um, so Bridget is, for me, the queen of wands. Bridget is my complex deity of water and fire, an equal armed cross where two elements intersect and open a portal of healing. 
I bring Bridget bread, beeswax, poetry, and tears. I listen for messages from my nature kin who might inspire faith within my soul. So in this seasonal midpoint, faith is our most effective tool for turning the wheel just a bit more toward the light. My own personal midpoint right now in this in bulk season really feels mysterious to me. My romantic partnerships and my co-parenting relationships are changing. I am transitioning back to being a single parent again. And this shift is going to bring energy increases and financial resource decreases. I'm bringing a lot of uncertainty to Bridges well this year, but not a lot of fear. I've been through worse and I really feel resilient. However, I've really been longing for this inspiration of faith, walking around the mountains, trying to listen for it. But then in my computer, I read the newsletter of Eli, the gender doula, who is amazing. You should be following him if you are not already. Link in the show notes. So Eli listed in his newsletter some hopes and dreams for the sake of speaking that as a spell and intention for my future self. That's how he put it. And I felt really inspired. So I wrote some of my own and I would really like to share them with you. (sighs) Taking a deep breath. This spring and summer, I will be able to pay most of my bills through my queer conjure work. I speak this as a spell and intention for my future self. This spring and summer, I I will find housing that is sustainable, affordable, and desirable. I speak this as a spell and intention for my future self, as well as all of my other local queers who are really struggling with this. Anyway, this year, I will serve and facilitate the community of queerly traditional witches I have been longing for. I speak this as a spell and intention for my future self. I invite you to experiment with the following journal prompt. What will you speak as a spell and intention for your future self. Thank you, Eli, so much for this inspiration of faith. And again, if you want to check Eli the Gender Doula out, the link is in the show notes. So now... The newsletter goes on to give you some announcements for Queer Conjure. So through my Queer Conjure website, I am still offering one-on-one sessions, but I've reduced my office hours temporarily while I go through transition in my life. And to accommodate for this shift, I'm going to experiment with limited video messaging with clients via the Marco Polo app. 
So if you are trying to book a session through queerconjure.org, but you don't see a time that works for you, please do email me. We will see if we can work something out, um, some sort of flexible arrangement together. I want everybody to have access to the type of spiritual magical support they're looking for. I am here for you. As always, I have sliding scale options available on my website. Check them out. I'm here. Okay. So that's it for my one-on-one -on -one sessions. I don't have a special running for one-on-one -on -one at the time. However, Patreon members always get 25% off all services when they are signed up. So Ava and I realized that we've been creating a series of witchcraft 101 content on Instagram and Patreon. It's been happening organically and unintentionally. So we decided to dedicate February to those witchcraft 101 lessons that are still emerging for Patreon. So we've been working on some broomstick spells. We've been working on some tutorial videos on queering the quarters. And yet to come, we're going to do a circle casting for queers tutorial and a tutorial on trans sigils. Join us on Patreon for those. I'm very excited to see how they go. And then in March, we will be beta testing our first quarterly cohort called Queer Love Spells. Originally, I thought this would happen in February for Valentine's, but like I said, these Witchcraft 101 messages wanted to happen first. So we are letting things unfold as they want to because they have their own energy, their own time, and sometimes human beings can't control what blooms when, right? So anyway, I just went on a tangent. <clears throat> so in March, we will be beta testing our first quarterly cohort called Queer Love Spells. For now, quarterly cohorts are only available on Patreon to Patreon members, but fret not because you can join for as little as a dollar a month. So March's cohort will explore things like loving without hierarchy, queering relationships. We're going to do candle magic love spell tutorials, and we're going to wrap the series up with a sensuality ritual, which will either be a recorded video tutorial or a live recorded video. Haven't quite decided yet. Join us on Patreon. We're having a lot of fun over there. You want to be there too. Or not. It's cool. Either way. <laughs> All right, so now we're moving on to the newsletter segment, Book of the Month. Oh, I love Book of the Month, and I'm really excited to share this specific one with you. But before I do, I'm going to tell you how you can get 10% off of this book. I have something to tell you. I am a book nerd. <laughs> and a bit of an anarchist. 
you might have noticed already. And that is why I am so deeply honored to be an affiliate of Firestorm Books. Firestorm Books is a collectively owned radical bookstore and community event space in Asheville, North Carolina. Since 2008, Firestorm Books has supported grassroots movements in Southern Appalachia while developing a workplace on the basis of cooperation, empowerment, and equity. If you go to queerconjure.org and on the upper menu bar, there's a link labeled Books. You just click that link to browse a list of my Jasper favorite books. Anything you purchase through that link will return 10% back to me to support the creation of this podcast. So say you buy a book for $30, Firestorm sends me $3. Firestorm's mission is to demonstrate the feasibility and desirability of a workplace based on free cooperation. They seek to sustain and nourish their collective through fulfilling work, personal empowerment, and equitable compensation while providing a hub for anarchist thought and culture in WNC. Book of the month, book of the month. Oh, Book of the Month is The Witch's Book of Numbers by Rebecca Skolnick. Oh, Rebecca Skolnick is such a total babe, you guys. There's an exclusive interview with her on my Patreon, and it's full of her queer lady brilliance. I don't usually use the word lady, but when we were talking, Rebecca was like, I am a queer lady. And I was like, yes, yes, you are, honey. You are a queer lady. I was seriously swooning in less than two minutes. Like, every time I get to know another queerly creative witch, my heart opens all the more. And Rebecca is no exception. I I have, like, this creative, magical crush on a lot of people right now. And Rebecca's one of them. Like, she brings this sense of playful emotionality to just everything she does, including the book, The Witch's Book of Numbers. It's a really relatable guide for the history and the relevance of numerology. There's offerings of exercises, spell work, correspondences, and activities all designed to help boost your practice and enrich your journey as a witch. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get 10% off of this book through the affiliate link in my website. You should also check out Swimming in the Soup by Rebecca Skolnick on substack.com. I will put a link in the show notes for that. Specifically, the episode from January 27th where Rebecca and Mariah Minnis talk for an hour. Um, this is a double whammy for me, you guys, because I have a creative crush on Rebecca and Mariah. Um, 
And I consider both of them my friends. I look up to them. Um, yeah. Both of them inspire so much faith within me. I know they're going to inspire with it. And they're going to inspire so many things within you too. Blah, 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 blah. Now we are moving on to our channeling by Ava. This is going to be a voice recording of the February newsletter for 2023 for Queer Conjure. Here it goes. <laughs> Winter is a time of self-reflection, rest, and darkness. Our body needs space to replenish itself and bask in silence after constantly receiving information via the sun. Because capitalism pressures us to continue our 24-hour cycles the same way in each season, this season can bring about a lot of despair. We feel we are fighting our body's natural rhythm. Even when we can't hibernate the way we would like to, are still physically, we, are, we are still physically experiencing the lack of light and information. In this dormancy, our body prepares to regenerate, and now is the time we start seeing the signs of its rebirth. Each cycle of your life prepares you for a different aspect of yourself to be born and for other parts of yourself to die. This season, the birth of no outside of dichotomy from a deep with no outside of dichotomy from deep within my body is what has shown up for me. I invite you to ponder this as well. A no that doesn't need to grow from a foundation of good, bad, right, wrong. I don't mean these sensations of right and wrong don't exist in your body. That would be discernment. I mean discernment functions differently in each body, and there is no one. Tr there's no in each body, and there is no one true overarching judgment. The no I speak of is a no that comes from your core. This no demands to be respected, without needing to be, without needing to prove a reasoning of why it is correct. As I have witnessed the snow bloom from my own body, I notice my mind propelling fear down my nervous system. I hear beliefs that say, I must apologize or explain. Voices that say, I must be missing something. My mind was taught it needs a reason. My mind was taught that certain no's inspire violence against my body. This violence often comes from another mind who is taught that a no from another, which is a yes for them, is a threat. I'm starting to witness that a feeling of threat can be neutralized when my explanation for my no is my body just does not want this. I can't explain to you logically why, or maybe I can, but either way, any reasoning does not seem as powerful as what my body needs right now to feel safe and listen to. I can't say that the experience of standing by your body's decision is safe or listened to in every instance. My body is one with white skin and is occasionally cisgender passing, and I acknowledge this affects my experience. This is only an invitation to experiment with your body's decision-making if and when it feels safe and aligned for you. In my experience, decisions that come from reason can change as one learns and grows or is influenced by another's reason. Decisions for my body have never led me astray. If at this moment... My body says it does not have the energy to do what I'm told is best for it. Then that is not what is best for it. What is best for my body will always be up for my body to decide. 
The mind is a helpful tool to understand larger systems and other people, even to categorize what my body is teaching me. My mind is not the ruler of my needs or my worth. My body is not angry that I am not in a triathlon or a fitness model. My body is not angry that I don't want to leave my bed at times. My body is trying to tell me it needs something. Rest, love, laughter, peace to be listened to. This winter has been a time of relearning the difference between the voice of my mind and my body via the guidance of spirit. As I bloom with the earth, I'm thrilled and terrified to see where this guides me. Ava is Queer Conjure's resident moss fairy and conduit of organization, Master Virgo. Having frolicked with elements of the wild their whole life, he is particularly familiar with this realm and those of our non-human companions. She comes from a lineage of tarot readers and has been practicing themselves for the past three years. Ava has also practiced in multiple mediumship circles in England, channeling past loved ones and entities that encourage peace. Most of his work is guided by intuition and their close connection with their guides and ancestors. She can be found on Instagram at AvaTheRaven444 or TikTok at Ava underscore. All right, that is it for our newsletter. I just have two postscripts. The first one is a very personal matter. So on February 24th, my child, this amazing kid named Phoenix, is turning nine. And March 13th of this year will mark one year since Phoenix's nearly fatal mental health crisis and week-long stint in a psychiatric pediatric ward. There's still some metal holding one of zero legs together from the accident, and we have semi-frequent trauma and stressor-related disorder challenges at home. Phoenix is going to therapy twice a week, and school is still only part-time. I haven't returned to my day job yet because taking care of Phoenix's mental health is my day job. Overall, Phoenix is thriving and learning to trust again, so it's all clearly worth it. If you want to help with birthday presents for this kid turning nine this year, there will be a link for that in the show notes. My final postscript is pretty serious. So witches by nature are abolitionists we must be caring for our communities and the communities that the state is trying to systematically murder. As witches, we need to say that Tyree Nichols should be alive and that all police stations in America need to be closed forever. All cops need to quit their jobs and go to therapy. Tyree Nichols should be alive. This is not up for debate. The police were born out of slave patrols. We cannot reform an institution built upon white supremacy. 
We need a new radical approach to public safety and community investment. Police don't keep us safe, you guys. That is from number seven of the Black Lives Matter demands from blacklivesmatter.com. And I just wanted to reiterate that. The police do not keep us safe and Tyree Nichols should be alive. There are links in the show notes. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about Raven and Crone. Raven and Crone is my personal one-stop shop for all of my witchcraft needs. Their shop specializes in high-quality products created by local magical practitioners and crafts persons. (laughs) Say that with a lisp. With an emphasis on sourcing products that are botanical, organic, ecologically conscious, and affordably priced. Which is great, because I don't always have that much money. Raven and Crone is a witch-owned and operated old age metaphysical pagan supply store located in the Blue Ridge Mountain town of Asheville, North Carolina. Raven and Crone is where I, Jasper, facilitate meditations and teach Tarot 101. The link is in the show notes. Wow, I did it. I made a podcast episode. Please remember to check out the links in the show notes for all of the books I talked about and all of the affiliate links and the link for my Patreon. Blessed be my queer witches. Blessed be Mary Meet, Mary Part, Mary Meet Again.